Check, check. Okay, we're recording. Yep. Instagram live. No. <laughs> um. Hey, this is Diaspora Teeth Radio. We are here live in studio with a close friend uh, and student, Flo. Flo, say what's up. Hi, guys. My name's Flo. I'm uh, 27 years old. I'm a photographer and also a photography student here in Berlin. Nice, nice. Uh, how, how long have you been taking photos for? Uh, how long have I been taking photos? Mm, like my earliest memories of like actual taking photos is um, like when I was 12 years old, like I would always like I had this uncle, he would come come visit us on, on Christmas and stuff and he always had like the latest camera tech to collect pictures of his trip, basically vacation trip to our home. So I always got to see like those, pic those cameras and technical stuff and um, I always like borrowed it and took photos and also my grandpa, he was very much into video recording but just like home video recording just like any event they were going to so uh, I got exposed to, to camera technique at that time and then I started really like taking photos and having fun and like finding just, just finding a fun just taking a photo like not even knowing about composition or anything just like just taking a photo you know just, I mean like for kids, I guess, like, it's, it's, it's always like that, like, and then you evolve and, like, you find in stuff that interests you more or, or something, because, like, a photo is always something magical for kids. So, I don't know, I just stuck with it. How and old were you when you got your first camera? The first, like, real camera was when I was already, like, much into snowboarding and, and skateboarding, and my friends were very much better than me. And um, yeah, I just saw this guy on the mountain taking like pictures of my friends with this professional camera, and like the pictures looked amazing. And I was nice. like, okay, I want to do, I want to do this. So uh, I asked him, what do I need? What lens do I need? What camera do I need? So yeah, for the Christmas when I was fourteen, then. 14, 15, I don't know exactly anymore, but that was like when I first got like my, my real first real camera. I mean like any camera is a real camera, but like the first digital SLR, like changeable okay. lens camera, you know, where you could like actually do like all the cool photography tricks with. So, uh, yeah. Nice. And it's kind of like, that was like that 14 year old, like, that's like the gift that's like, hey, like. Your parents like we want to invest in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is the, this is where we we see you know you putting a lot of your energy. And yeah. That's cool that you're you know was it also part of a trip maybe I remember you told me about your your trip to Berlin. Did you bring the camera with you? No, uh, since since that day since I was fourteen I was always like recruited to 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 record or document anything that my skateboard posse and friends were doing. So yeah, of course I always had the camera. I think also on, on, on like the 
trip to Berlin, we also had the, I had my photo camera with me, but at that time I was like heavy into making skateboard and snowboard videos. Nice. And um, we had all like the whole crew had like put all their money together to, um, to buy a like shitty ass video camera from Amazon. And like, I was the one that was trusted with it. You know, it was just like, okay, we all bought this camera. Now you get new, you film us all like. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how this kind of, kind of like uh, came up that, that we have like still this footage from Berlin. And later on, I also, I bought like a proper video camera and uh, took this also to Berlin to a skate trip, but yeah. Okay. And so in the past, I guess, three, three months, uh, we've been all dealing with and all experiencing this Corona situation. Yeah. Um, you know, and you mentioned as well, like, you know, you're a photographer, but also a photography student. How has schooling changed for you since, you know, photography's I imagine like, yeah, there's a digital sense to it, but mm. you work much more in analog. So you're, you're passing photos, you're developing. How, yeah. How's your, your model changed? Exactly. Exactly. We had this talk with a, with a teacher uh, the other day where she was also like, it's very sad because for her, like a, a photograph is also very much like a, a physical object. You know, she's a curator in museums and stuff. And so for her, it's very important that it is an actual object that exists in this world and it's not just a digital file on a computer somewhere. But uh, yeah, I guess for the, for the just like showing the pictures in school, I think it didn't change much for me because I'm, I'm interested in what the other people do and what, what's to learn in there for me. So I obviously I I take close notice in in the online class also. So it's no difference than showing the pictures on a beamer at school than seeing them on my screen because I I have the same attention to it. Mm-hmm. There's probably like people that are like doing other things at home and don't look really at the pictures, which in school situation they don't have any other choice than look at the freaking pictures True. because there's nothing else going on. True. So. I guess in, in that sense, it's, it's, it, it really, for me, it didn't really change, but what I'm really missing is the, the feedback in class. Like usually, you know, you, you, you sit there and like everybody just throws or shouts something in and it's no problem because you see each other, you know, you know, you see the, the body language that somebody wants to say something. So you end your sentence and then the next person says something. And in the, in the video chat, like there is this feature to like pull up your hand or whatever, but it's like, <laughs> nah, man, this, 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 that shit ain't working. Yeah. So, so uh, you just have to like shout in and like, I, I feel like most, some, some very not so extroverted people are very holding back maybe on, on something that they would say in class probably mm-hmm. because it's a more privately environment, you know, and, and like more like a, yeah, you have to participate basically. Whereas at home, you can just sit there and be like a lurker. You know, you just yeah. Like... So yesterday, I was I was hanging out with a homie uh, two days ago, and he was having online classes. Yeah. And it was just really interesting because he was doing it the way I would have did it when I was a kid in high, in college, and like it's not the best way, mm. but like 
minimal paying attention, <laughs> distracted with everything else. <laughs> you know, the teacher's like asking for some kind of like, hey, is anyone there? Can someone respond? Like, and then uh, you're like, rushing to the computer, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah I'm here. <laughs> take this thing off mute real quick. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's really, it, it was interesting to see that kind of like workflow. Yeah. You know, knowing that this person's like, they, they, they're, they're really intrigued and it was also in German. So I was like listening a bit and they were translating it and kind of like, and I, I could actually, I, I helped participate a little bit. So <laughs> nice. I was like, this is, uh, maybe funny. I missed this feeling. Um, but yeah, I can imagine with photography, especially like, you know, when you're looking at things in detail or talking about different processes, like how, how many people are in a Zoom meeting now? Like 15 people? Like 30. 30 people in a Zoom meeting with the teacher. Yeah, depending on which class. There's also like certain classes that are divided in, into smaller groups, but the main stuff is like 30 people. And you find yourself like, is it, do you feel focused for the full time? Are you like kind of taking some like little mini breaks? Like what's your workflow like with that? We have like mandatory breaks every like half an hour or whatever and like 10 minute break or something. But um yeah, for me, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's great from, for, for example, just uh, the, this, this one class where we learn about like uh, uh, just general pictures and picture history and stuff. I just keep working on my pictures while on the other screen I just listen to the teacher and look at their presentation and just take a couple notes here and there. But for mm. me, it's just like a documentary or like a podcast yeah. on the side you know which and, and then like if there's like things where you know where, where I have knowledge or I can uh, ask a question or something then I, I, I'll instantly jump in but uh, yeah I, I think it's 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 kind of cool how's the um, how's the collaborative process been like um, I know I know a little bit about your schooling and like you know, you had like a photo shoot um, and some film uh, work as well. Mm. How's the collaborative process working with your colleagues and your classmates uh, with this Corona situation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. That's a that's a more of a bigger problem than I would have thought it would be, because really, for these like creative decisions in a group, you you just need to be there. It just doesn't really work over FaceTime or WhatsApp or it's, it's really like strange to me mm. because like you can't really articulate your ideas to these people, you know, like you can always write a text and try to like, but it's never going to be the same as I'm just like convincing you to do this idea with me, you know, it's just yeah. like you're, just, uh, you're missing the, 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 the charisma and, you know, like the, the, the attitude with that, that, that comes with that person, like... Mm. The salesman kind of approach. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Even with an idea. And it's like, some people say that's like, kind of like an American thing, like the art of the salesman. Mm. You know, yeah. the, like the used car salesman, for example. Um, yeah, true. But yeah. if you're like a freelancer, that's in, and even if you don't like it, you know, like you, you do have to sell yourself, you know, like, or, or sell yourself as a, as a product, you know, like not sell your soul or sell you, you know, but... You have to market. You have to see that people have to see you out there. True. And they're not gonna see you if you're gonna be like under the covers. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. So uh, in this world, if you're like a freelancer or whatever, you have to be out there. So hmm. have you found 
a lot of inspiration from kind of documenting the times like as you mentioned before like your friends put together money for a camera and you were the kind of documentator uh, back in the day yeah. yeah do you feel that that role that kind of obligation now to kind of like document people in mask or you see that's like a that's a strange thing because um, we have this uh, assignment in school where we also should take street photography photos which that would involve like also taking pictures of people and stuff and the teacher is also very much like yeah this is the time you have to go out like it's mm -hmm. you know like never going to be a time like this again or whatever and for me i'm i'm just like very very put off by that because i'm never gonna be like i'm not chasing the sensational sensationalism you know yeah i'm not chasing the sensation you know that's a little bit for me like you know like okay people wear like lots of masks right now so i go out and, and take pictures of people with masks and I'm, I don't feel that is, yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's, I guess it's too, it's too on trend in a sense. Yeah. Where like, yeah, people wearing masks, okay, people wearing gloves, okay, but maybe there's, you know, also trying to pick out the, the outliers. Yeah. Know? For me, I just don't want to sensationalize on these, like, uh, on these human tragic topics, mm. you know. I'm, I'm very much like, a, I like photography for the inspirational and the you can do whatever you want part, not for the, uh, this is the bad stuff in the world, look True. at it part, yeah. which that is also very important, you know, there's like war photographers out there that are doing the most important work right now, which is really showing the people that fight there and, and that die there, you know, it's, it's very important, but for me it's really much... I get depressed myself very quickly when I start thinking about approaches to these type of topics and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just took this street photography assignment just as like, I'm just going to bring the camera all the time and document what's happening around me. If there's a, a cool lighting situation or there's a cool looking person or something, I'm, I'm going to take a picture, but not going for a specific mood or a specific showing that this is the corona times you mm. know? Yeah. yeah i mean that's that's definitely <clears throat> part of the 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 gentle balance of all this you know like even with like cooking I, I love to cook and i can't necessarily just do like okay these are like corona meals you know, <laughs> this is just food yeah. you know like there's a certain application of the current time that is applied to that yeah uh, which is also maybe why i'm so sick of eating pasta and or rice <laughs> and trying to like balance that but um you know that's that's kind of the this is like the delicate balance like okay i have rice i have pasta but every so often i'm gonna need a pizza yeah just to kind of give me some inspiration to say ah like i, I like how you did that you yeah. know and i think even with photography different tastes yeah you need different kind of textures sometimes so like yeah i mean you know like i'm not uh, at home and just have uh, fashion photography and stylish photography books and stuff you know mm -hmm. like personally i'm interested in, in lots of other photography topics but i just know that i won't be able to do realize these genres because i i don't feel that i have to tell those stories you know yeah I think there's lots of people that tell these stories f amazing, but for me, um, 
I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm more rooted into like really advertising, you know, just showing a product in a very nice way. Mm. I like that. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I just like that. It's like something aesthetic to it. Just like giving people a vibe by just giving them a photo, you know, not mm. telling a story, but just like animating people to buy this product because the photo is so good you know you're just like oh my god this looks so cool on this person i need to get this code or something you know yeah. I, f i feel like that's 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 a little, it's a challenge also and that's that's what i find interesting but i'm not interested in this is that, that, that that's kind of like a skill is that kind of like a skill and idea you picked up when you're working at this uh, one fashion company when you're doing photography Yeah, I guess two, I, I, two of those jobs, I guess you had. Yeah, yeah, I guess not really picked it up there. I was always fascinated by very aesthetic photos and, you know, like... Bro, I have to say, you're, you're, the shots that I actually found you with. Yeah. The, like the levitating... Um, the levitating, oh, the shoe. levitating shoe, yeah. Bro, that was <laughs> like, wow. I remember yeah. like being like, wow, this guy's got like a touch. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that was back in the shoe times when I just moved to Berlin. It was like sneakerhead addiction, man. <laughs> I get boring pretty quick just taking people, you know, just like meeting the people, just having cool time with them. And then just like, ah, I'm just going to take photo of your shoe, man. It's like, I don't care about your face, who you are. Just, that's a nice $300 shoe you got there. I'm just yeah. taking photo of that. It, it, kept, it got kind of boring real quick. But uh, yeah, like that, that's what I mean. It's, it's about like a, a, a picture language that, that, that talks to me, which is most of the time a very minimalistic classic and yeah, most of the time commercial mm. looking clean. Yeah, clean image, not, not so much the, 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 the gritty the gritty images, you know, like, yeah. or, or, or war images and stuff. I'm, I'm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have um, a selection of some of your photos. I mean, to be honest, most of the photos shot on my website are from you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but in the, uh, in the episode description, we'll definitely be sure to include uh, a link to your profile as well, but also just a small gallery of some shots by Flo, because he's, uh, yeah, to, to be honest, I think some of the... In, in this new studio, the only photos I have... <laughs> the only up, artwork. Yeah, the only artwork is from this guy. It's basically private gallery, so come by. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah working in a little private gallery at the... Uh, RSVP. Yeah. Not the RSVP gallery, shout out to Virgil, but, you know, we're working on something. Um, Flo, thank you so much for coming by. Any last words? Uh, last words? I just... Thank you for interviewing me. I've never been on a podcast. I usually don't listen to podcasts. I don't know how this thing works, but it was lots of fun. And hopefully somebody out there listens to it and smiles here and there. Like that's, that's all I want from this. Nice, nice. Thank you so much for your kind words. This is Diaspora Chief Radio. Um, thanks for listening.